Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. This one for you. Oh, Timmy. I would. Lo- I love this song so much. If it wasn't, I'd love it more if it wasn't so associated with the Mets. So much more. More. So much more. Sometimes I. Sometimes I spitefully don't play it at parties just because of that, that fact. I I hate the fact that I can watch. I, I'm an I'm an entertainment guy. Sure. Okay. For sure, sure. If you can entertain me, I will watch. However, I'm also very, very loyal to my teams. That's why. So much so where I'm very conflicted every time I see a freaking. Pat McAfee post about Edward Diaz. <laughs> All right. Hence why sometimes I just refuse to listen to uh, Sweet Caroline. I can get around that one. I, can, I, knew I that, mostly get around it, but there's there's that, that little like tinge. I'm like, oh, God. I knew that as a Neil Diamond song before I knew it as a Red Sox uh, thing. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But once it got associated, that's what I was like, oh, I can't. I don't know. This I knew strictly as being the, the entrance for a Mets closer. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, and that's, and that's my friends. That's where I'm out. <laughs> uh, bias aside, best closer song, Narco. No, or Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Okay, just want to make what? sure. I, what? I, I'm, I'm just putting it out there, dude. I'm just, I'm just asking. What? I'm just, <laughs> little John, I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm just asking. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome 
to Sons of Slam. Ooh, on cue. Welcome to Summer uh, Summer Slam. Went to welcome Damn, to that Sons was so of good up until that point. Shit, Fuck. motherfucker. Welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, <laughs> along with the Reaper, Mister Joe Black. Sir, what's going on? Hot fucking start today. Hot start. <laughs> hot start. We even a hot, hotter start. I would love to talk about this right out of the gate. Uh, I saw this on USA Today, uh, and I thought this would make myself and you and many of our listeners happy. Uh, marijuana use is outpacing cigarette use for the first time ever in a new poll in the United States. It's definitely a lie. Uh, uh, for the first time on record, more people in the U.S. are smoking marijuana instead of nicotine cigarettes. A new Gallup poll reveals it's the latest evidence to show the dramatic shift in people's attitudes over the substances. The poll, July 5th to July 26th, comes as cigarette use has been on a downward spiral over the past decade Time plus. Uh, only 11% Time of adults out. in the U.S. say that they smoke cigarettes nowadays compared to 45% in the same poll in the 50s. Go. How many percent nowadays? Only 11% of adults in the U.S. say they smoke okay. cigarettes nowadays. Okay. If they confess that. I Go ahead. This is where I have a little bit of discrepancy with that said poll. All right. Nobody was taking a poll of marijuana users in the 50s when they conducted the 45% poll. Correct? Right. Because it was okay. most likely illegal. Uh, no, most definitely illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is you are you are equating it, uh, marijuana to uh tobacco i don't think it should be that you should how much nicotine are people ingesting but isn't compared to how much marijuana on a on a large scale like that because you if you just uh pull apart the uh cigarette smokers Mm -hmm. that's such a drastic drastically low number of the of the country right now and i i understand that it's because only people were smoking cigarettes back then but I think it because of the evolution of everything. Legally, you also got to put in vape. legally. You only knew people were smoking cigarettes. Everybody was smoking marijuana. But yeah. now that it's legal, you can have a poll like this, which is why I believe this because people have been smoking marijuana for years. It's not that's not a secret. It's now that because it's readily available, such as I was in the city on Monday, and literally on right around the corner from MSG, mm-hmm. two different stores on opposite blocks selling marijuana. I may or may not have uh, driven by those places once or twice with in my, huge uh, my brand new facades and these neon lights and it's there's no secret we sell weed. I need, <laughs> I need to point this out though. Uh-huh. This is where I have done research on this because I I, I like to too. get the facts straight. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you need to be very careful with those New York weed shops. Okay. Nowadays, because right now you do. Mm. Because there's kind of no regulation as to what they are selling. Mm. Like you could be getting a Delta 8 THC, a Delta 9 THC, as opposed to like if you were to go to a dispensary and get weed from there. Mm. Completely different story because that's actually being like produced for the dispensary itself. These guys are getting it through like a company and reselling it. So that's why you kind of get you really got to read the back of those. I just want everybody to be careful. You never know what's could get a tainted supplement. Mm-hmm. You never know. You got to trust. You know, there's big fentanyl crisis nowadays. Nobody fucking knows what's in their shit. You got to trust where these things are coming from. Deep dive with Joe Black. 
I would like to picture my body as the um <laughs> careful what you try what, this, what are you laughing at? It's the way you start. What are you say. laughing at, bro? <laughs> I want to treat my body. I just want to just careful what you tread. That's that's all. I view my body as a temple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do research as to what I should and shouldn't be putting in there. Okay. Now, do I eat a bag of Doritos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> should I eat more fruit? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. The hypocrisy is is real, but you know, food is tasty. But you get it. I get it. You get it. <laughs> I treat my body. They as, get it. Everybody a, gets it. As a temple that has a McDonald's arch on top of it. That's that's all. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. There you go. Buffalo Wild Wings, the logo. You know, all the stuff to, uh, I used to do back in the day. Touch the pews. There's uh, some Burger King Whopper wrappers. I got yeah, you. you can get. Oh, uh, no, not Burger King. I, ref- I have not paid for any of the major four fast food chains in the past six years. Major four? Mm-hmm. McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? Mm-hmm. Uh, f- fourth. Hold on. Come on, dude. It's uh, Bing. Oh, Taco Bell. Yeah. Okay. I physically have not spent any money. With that being said, I can count that I could. There's been two times in the past six years that I have actually eaten from there. What do you have against those fast food establishments? Um, Temple. Well, the whole thing? It, I joke about it, but I went on a crazy fucking diet around six years ago okay. and i just stopped eating all fast food in general mm-hmm. so i just haven't gone okay. and also mentally in my head i go yeah i've given those motherfuckers enough money all right yes, time cause... for me to have some money <laughs> yes they were looking for the the mighty joe black dollar no, yeah dude and now they're suffering the reaper penny <laughs> it should be a thing it's just like <laughs> all black penny all right so uh, I said before. Just wash it a couple times. There you go. It'll still be black. Uh, I it was talking before the show as far as what to talk about, and I'm like, there's nothing to talk about. Wait a minute. There's 90 hours of wrestling that's going on this week. There's a shit ton to talk about. So yeah, let's let's talk about every pay per view that's happening this week. Um, the photo that you guys that I had up on my phone, the photo that you guys uh, posted, I think it was you that uh, the me Lolo me. It was either you or PD Pete, Pistol Pete. Uh, the this one here with the uh, you can see in the camera there with all the logos of every single show that was going on and going down this week. Ah, uh, uh, yes, shout out Pistol Pete. Raw NXT, which by the way, um, was, there was like a, a, a cameo central uh, NXT yesterday. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll just this is our NXT talk for the week. This is gonna be because <laughs> this is gonna be an NXT talk because uh, honestly, I'm I'm looking forward to watching or trying to get in, in some worlds collide if I can. Um, I am, uh, but I noticed also that NXT doesn't. I don't know if it's a Triple H thing. Maybe I missed it. If you uh, someone could correct me, the 2.0 thing is really not as said as it was when it first came out. Did I miss it? In, in watching it, I feel like I, the since weird I, thing with the 2.0 is that it it was never it was only on screen. They said that's it. weird. That's weird to say. They said it too. They said it many times. But it wasn't like on the programming. It wasn't. It wasn't a complete rebranding. You know what I mean? If you turn on the TV guide mm-hmm. and you look, it didn't say <laughs> WWE NXT 2.0. No, it just said NXT. Right, but it just said NXT. Wrestling, and they decided to rebrand it 2.0. 2.0. For no reason whatsoever. They didn't need to do that. 
There was no need to say this is the 2.0 version. I think Hunter should take it up another step and go, all right, this is NXT 3.0. This is <laughs> I just go back to black and gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. No, no, no. That's 1.0. Switch it up. It'll be gold and black. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what a twist. Uh, Worlds Collide. Uh, yesterday, NXT, let me go through all the, uh, let's see if I have it here, all the cameos uh, throughout the entire friggin' night. Um, ending with a with pretty big one. Apollo Crews is now all NXT. Uh, yes. I feel like someone just went to him like, listen, your ceiling is, is the roof here uh, with general disease. And uh, it's not going anywhere when we head back on onto NXT. And you know, people like Mandy Rose setting the, the, the table as far as finding out what you can do if you take a step backward and how, what that could do for your career. Finn Balor. Yeah. Finn Balor did it first. I give give credit to Mandy Rose where it's due, absolutely. Yeah, sure, okay. Finn Balor was the first big one to go back to NXT. All right, fair enough. So, even though he lost, he still still lost to Grayson Waller. Uh, We had had a tag team uh, title defense, a uh, Katana Chase and Caden Carter. Uh, they won. They they uh, uh, won the the, uh, the match, but then had the music hit and <laughs> Two Drop and Nikki Ash come out and challenge them at Worlds Collide. Because uh, they, they I'm had, kind of angry that they they had to find some foreigners to to fight them. The Americans is that the deal? I guess <laughs> you're, you're kind of mad. At also, realistically, out of all the tag teams. That are kind of actually a tag team. Mm-hmm. I guess Nikki Ash and Dewdrop is the best one for <laughs> yeah. them to go down there. I guess you were mad at what? I forgot. Okay. Oh, I <laughs> um, the they they kept the Nikki Ash and and Dewdrop gimmick. But Vince isn't there anymore. Oh oh oh! Can we call it fucking Piper Niven and Nikki Cross, please? <laughs> Well, Nikki, the Nikki Ash thing. Call was, them by human names and not redundancies. That, that, that was her idea, Nikki Ash. That was her I don't creation. Think that was correct. That is very correct. That was her creation. She's the one that created the butterfly logo and all that stuff. That's well known <sighs> that she created that. The Dewdrop thing is a, is a McMahon special. Yeah, which is stupid. I don't know. I but just the Nikki, didn't. The Nikki it's, Ash thing it's is not resonating. Her her creation. Um, so what is she? Is she going to get into a hardcore match at at, at a fucking uh, a pay per view? Is she going to get into a hardcore match at, at Great Balls of Fire? Premium, and, premium live event. I'm sorry. At, at the Great Balls of Fire premium live event. Great Balls Excuse of me. Why are you bringing that one back? Because <laughs> it's the funniest one that comes to mind. Great Balls of Fire. There had to be some sort of in-your-house one, like subtitle one that was very that was funny, too. I, I can go See, this is one. how my mind works. A little behind the curtain into my brain. Sure. If I'm trying to get a laugh, I'll go Great Balls of Fire because it's so stupid <laughs> it of a name. Is, it is very stupid. If I'm trying to get shock value, I'll uh-huh. go over the edge. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, it's very nineties of me. Because you go, oh, mm. oh, yeah. That's sorry about it. Yeah, very bad. Um, <laughs> sorry about Chase. Yeah, home. the Nikki, the Nikki Ash thing. About uh, it's not, it's not doing good. Everybody uh, meeting up with Braun Breaker, including the aforementioned uh, Finn Balor, turning slightly face-ish and giving Braun Breaker some words of wisdom. I mentioned this to you before the the show. I didn't see that as more of a face turn. No, I say the face I turn. Saw, just, he was like he could have been a little nastier, but he kind of was like encouraging to him, and that's that's more face than anything. He could have, 
But that's why I think it wasn't a face turn. Because you, you think about it. He is a part of a faction. Wouldn't you want to go get one of the best prospects there is? Oh, you're saying for recruitment To purposes. join your faction? He's there for recruitment I, purposes. I'm not saying that was the purpose of that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the demeanor in which he approached that was, to me, that was on brand okay. is what I will say. I got you. Um, if, if that's how it plays out. But right now, it's, it seems like he was just being very nice. Um, also with uh, Ciampa. Uh, in in the building, uh, let's see here. Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction. God, uh, Gigi Dolan. I'm I'm madly in love with her. Uh, let's see here. Uh, anybody else of note here? Finn Balor. We talked about uh, Rhea Ripley uh, coming towards the end of the, the night there. Um, so yeah, so 66 percent of of Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Gun Gunter uh, there as well. Uh, uh, Ricochet challenging uh, Carmelo Hayes at Worlds Collide. I feel like Ricochet, with the win against uh, Corbin on Friday, I think Triple H, who is well on because record to say... Ricochet is a star. He is a star. And Triple H, well on record saying that he loves Ricochet, uh, will put him back in the spotlight because McMahon had no idea what to do with such a talent. I say the same thing about Keith Lee. And see if, if, if not for McMahon, Keith Lee would still be in WWE. You know what I wouldn't mind? I believe this happened at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. The King of the Ring tournament. Okay. I, if you don't know, I believe Ricochet's handles on social media are King Ricochet already. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. You don't have to put a title on him right away. I wouldn't mind Ricochet winning the King of the Ring tournament. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a welcomed addition. But I don't think he should go into the King gimmick. I don't want to see him royal. I don't want to see him change his voice, that type of shit. Like every other Kinda King has like done before. like what Brock Lesnar did. Okay. Just have that as an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, also, Rhea Ripley. Oh, we, all, we forgot to mention uh, Pete Dunne via satellite. Pete Dunne via iPad satellite thing yeah yeah <laughs> which is crazy because that is those right there that is the first three uh uk champions i don't know who pete dunn is by the way you do no, i know pete dunn was the longest reigning uk or, or no. before gunter i know before, i'm sorry no. i'm sorry before walter pete dunn was the longest reigning united kingdom champion no clue i know who butch is i don't know who pete dunn is that's a that's a lie okay uh Da, 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 da. A smart move, by the way, to not have it to have it on the same day, but not against all that. To put it on a couple hours yeah. before, get those. That was going to get no views if it was against all that. <laughs> That's like the pre-show to all out. Uh, we'll, we'll be worlds collide, and uh, now with the uh, the injection of some of the uh, the Raw and SmackDown players in there, a uh, little little more eyes will will be on that show. Uh, so there's uh, the premium. Like, what, what do we have here? So we have Ricochet against Carmelo Hayes. We have uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter against Dewdrop and Nikki Ash for the titles. Uh, Four-way elimination tag team championship unification match with guys I have no idea who they are. Um, and then a triple threat match. The Creed Brothers, Gallus. I don't know who else. Good for you. For knowing that. Thank you. Um, and then Ma Mandy Rose. Uh, we have M Mandy Rose, Davenport, and Sotomora. She came out uh, two weeks ago and just it went to shock everybody Miko Saramora 
uh, held her title 430 days. Yes. Wow. Okay. Very long reigning. So they are, yeah, unifying everything here. So they have that that match going on. Um, let's see what else for. And then Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate, uh, title versus title. That match, that match could spark NXT 2.0. Into three point the way the way that Sasha Bailey sparked NXT. Okay. I think that could get a lot of eyes if done correctly because mm-hmm. that's going to be a, a crazy okay. match. Agreed. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, before we move on to uh, actually, no, let's 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 talk about other things, and then I have I have a little treat for that's kind of a piggybacking off of uh, what we did two weeks ago. But uh, rem- remember. Um, like I remember that. I'm not talking. I'll tell you. Remember, uh, uh, do you know Patrick Clark? Yes. Do you? If you can get this, I do. If you get this poll, I will give you mad props. Who is Patrick Clark? Patrick Clark is can't look it up. A former. I'm not. Look, okay, I got hands you. up. Go. Yep. Former. Patrick Clark. I'll look straight in the camera too. <laughs> Patrick Clark is a former WWE NXT superstar that goes by the name of the Velveteen Dream. Why are you giving me the finger? <laughs> I meant to do that. That's just my natural reaction, just, but I meant to do this. Just, we the ones. Just threw up the finger in my face. Uh, so, yeah, according to uh, Ringside News, Velveteen Dream, now known as Patrick Clark, was arrested on August 20th in Orlando, Florida, on battery and trespassing charges. He had an out-of-county warrant out on him at the time. And then he was also arrested the next day, I'm pretty His sure. His hearing was set for, uh, for next month, but it was canceled. He pleaded not guilty to the charges. He appears that he was out on bond. $1,200. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, it just sometimes it just goes from bad. He to also worse. got arrested for cocaine possession, Did I you? believe. Jeez. Look at this mugshot. That is not a. <laughs> think about Velveteen Dream and then take a look at this mugshot and see the difference between uh, Velveteen Dream, if. There we go. And this guy here. Now that's Patrick Clark. <laughs> that's that ain't no Velveteen. That dream. is no dream, my friend. That that is a person that looks like a Patrick Clark. Uh, so yeah, so his his life goes from better to even best. Um, Eric Bischoff, I found this very ironic, and he he, he fessed to it. He uh, basically blasts Tony Khan for lack of leadership skills during the backstage issues going on with AEW, and during his uh, eighty three week podcast. He said, quote, there's a lack of leadership, there's a lack of direction, and it does feel that as it did in in WCW, doesn't it? There was a lack of leadership during that time in late 98 or 99 in particular. I have admitted so many times that I was burnt. I was tired of fighting a fight I knew I wasn't going to win. I disengaged, end quote. Is that that what's happening here with AEW? Do you think Cody Rhodes was a big locker room leader in AEW? I have to feel that now, sure. Right? I would assume so. I mean, a little bit. It's not like it completely I, fell apart, but it's there had to be something there. I mean, it's starting to sound like it's completely falling apart. It's just so sudden. Like, it's just like... It, it's getting into Max Caster's raps. He's talking about talent meetings. <laughs> That's when you know it's serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I get my news. I only get my news through Max Caster raps. <laughs> so if, if the acclaimed is not fighting during the week, you're screwed. 
You will live yeah, under, look back a couple weeks ago. You will live under that rock for another week. I legitimately didn't know about the student debt forgiveness. Did you look Max into it? Max Castor said about student kit, student debt, and I go, no shit. Did you look into it? No, I haven't. <laughs> I, actually, I did. I did. I did. I did. Okay. I didn't look at it for me personally, but I looked at like the guidelines, I guess. Yeah. The bylaws, some, as some would say. Lack of leadership. Um, I mean, it would... It, it just seems it seems weird that the the owner of the company would not have the leadership. I and mean, he has plenty of people like uh, Christopher Daniels uh, also went on record saying that everything's fine. All is well. Don't look behind the curtain. Everything's fine. Um, there's a different type of leadership, though, between locker room leadership and company leadership. But doesn't it stem from the Tony Khan? Tony Khan shouldn't have to be the locker room leader. You know what I mean? But that's why but Cody still- Rhodes works so well. Right, but then it still ends with him. That it locker does. room leadership, it still has to go. It, it it stops at some point, and then there's Tony Khan. Look back at the 90s, right? Look back at the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Vince yeah, McMahon exactly. was the company leader. Yeah. Right, but he wasn't the locker room leader. No, but all all ideas and everything. Went, That's it, fine. It stopped at him. I'm talking about the actual locker room itself. Like the morale in the locker room. That's what I get from this article. Okay, but they okay. So then, like the morale in the locker room would be him, like the morale after the Attitude Era, and him having that public meeting in front of everybody, introducing the ruthless aggression era. So that was like a company meeting, and this is this is your time to shine. And even though it was a kayfabe slash work situation, it definitely defined what he was looking for for that new era. And so the, the, all these new guys that he was about to bring up. Because he lost Austin, he was losing the Rock. He had to put it out there that we're we're now changing face. We have this this new brand that we're trying to new uh, momentum that we're trying to get out there. Let's do it. So now it's it, it came to him. That was it. He was in front of the locker room. He represented the locker room in that in that moment because everybody else couldn't do it. So if if he did it, then I'm saying Tony Khan had this meeting to kind of squelch whatever else was going on. Is this the, the problem with AEW in the beginning was also that. Everybody, it was a free-for-all. It was a free-for-all and that everybody had EVPs. You, you had this person in charge. It was this person in charge. Uh, Omega, fair enough, was in charge of like the women's division. And and Cody was doing That whatever. was also kind of a good thing. It was a good thing. No, I'm not saying it was it was bad. I'm just saying that if there's you had too many. You had delegated. Fine. But if, if, right, for that. But if you have, if there's a Young Bucks here and you also have Cody over here with Kenny Omega giving ideas for the entire group, it still has to end at Tony Khan. So... I guess, I'm but a- it didn't back then. It didn't. It ended at those guys. See, I don't, I don't Granted, Tony Khan was the one technically putting together everything. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, it was. It was everybody else's idea. They had full creative freedom. They went to Tony Khan and said, "This is what we want to do, and we're going to do it." Mm. Now, granted, I'm just speculating, mm. but that's how it came across. Yeah. They had all this power. You don't. You very rarely hear the the word the term EVP anymore. Because put such right? a sour taste in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Back in the day, it, back in the day, two years ago, it was <laughs> yeah, way back when. It was yeah, back in my day. Uh-huh. It was hammered into us because that these are the guys that are you know part of this company. Hmm. Now it's just the young bucks <laughs> turn heel and we say we own this company. I'm okay with that. The EVP thing getting shoved down our throats, not so much. Mm. 
I'm glad they're not. I'll put it like this: I'm glad they're not getting introduced as EVPs, the young bucks. <laughs> they should. If they go back to heels, they they should definitely. I, do that. But I'd be okay with that. I'd be right. Like I don't want. You're playing into I don't want skin. it hammered down. Right, yeah, right, right. storyline, I'm okay. All right, I get it. Uh, so we talked about Mr. Clark, Eric Bischoff. Okay, so now I said two weeks ago we talked about what ifs. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said I wanted to play this game again. And I'm excited for this. Continue to play this game. So watching the network again, as I always do, um, they had Elimination Chamber 2019. And the... Braun Strowman? The main event ended up with Kofi Kingston and Brian Daniels and uh, Daniel Bryan. Ah. It had Samoa Joe, it had Randy Orton, um, AJ Styles. Why was he in that spot? Well, your what if for this week, what if Mustafa Ali did not get hurt? Okay. All right. All right, cool. So, uh, going down this very small rabbit hole, um, he was on uh, a little while back, actually a couple of years ago, he was on... Uh, Ali was on what, what podcast was oh, after the bell with Corey Graves. That was back in 2020. And he discussed the injury that he had <clears throat> that changed basically what happened at WrestleMania with Kofi mania. His injury led to Kofi mania. So uh, he detailed how a seemingly minor head injury suffered in a match against Randy Orton the week before the gauntlet match that Kofi had the, the gauntlet match that Kofi had basically led to Kofi mania because he was inserted in that and everybody just got on board immediately on on the Kofi train and took it to till he won the belt against uh, Daniel Bryan. He was that was his spot. That was Ali's spot. And Time out. Go ahead. Is it difficult to try to get out? Bri- uh, Dan- see, it right is, there, see? I did uh-huh. it. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, honestly, right, it, on. it, going on in my head, I have to go. All right, I'm in WWE. And then subcategory, Daniel Bryan. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, not Bryan Danielson. So, go on. Now, when Ali was hurt uh, with this minor uh, injury, it was a week before this this gauntlet match was supposed to go on that was leading into Elimination Chamber. Kofi got that spot. What made worse, it was made worse at a house show in the week that followed when a turnbuckle bump during a tag match left him cold, unconscious on his feet. Knocked out on his feet. He said, quote, I remember sitting in my hotel room that night trying not to cry because I know there is no way they're going to let me perform on SmackDown. I say to them, can I come back in five days? And they said, you're out for a while. The announcement is made that Kofi is replacing me. And then we all know what happens. It's like silver lining, right? It's like a silver lining, right? Great guy gets this awesome opportunity. That's what's going to drive me crazy the rest of my life, though. What if I didn't get hurt? End quote. Okay. Which then that that led it. to led to the gauntlet match. Uh, the, the article here it also goes into the match that Kofi had with Randy Orton with the infamous uh, stupid, stupid, stupid because he just ha- had no idea what he was doing. This was back in 09 mm-hmm. um, at uh, at MSG. Where he threw uh, the paint on the NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR car. NASCAR car. Um, so yeah, so so ever since then that was his, his last title shot. Uh, you know, everybody got on board Kofi. Go Kofi Mania. He had the, the gauntlet match. Got to Elimination Chamber against Daniel Bryan, and then went on to WrestleMania and won the whole thing. Who else was in that? And he won it from Bryan, if I'm not mistaken, correct? At at 
uh, Kofi Mania? At WrestleMania, he did. Yeah, yeah, okay. So who else was in that match? It was that. It was just Daniel the Bryan gauntlet against. match. Oh, the gauntlet match. It, oh, okay. It was a gauntlet I had match. My mixed up. Yes, gauntlet match. There first. wasn't an elimination chamber match for the title. There was. Okay, so who was in that match? Okay. That's my point. There we go. Let me <laughs> let me get to that. Uh, in the meantime, yes, here we go. Uh, in the meantime, that was because uh, we're going off the assumption that the the winner of the gauntlet match is going to win the elimination chamber and then going to WrestleMania to win. Correct. Uh, so it was a title defense with Daniel Bryan as a champion. Okay, and he ended up retaining against Kofi. Against Kofi, right? One on one. At the end of the match, it ended up being one on one. So, 20, okay. 2019, let me get to it here. 2019, uh, at the Toyota Center, February 17th, 2019, we had. Well, we know Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe. Okay. And uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan and uh, Samoa Joe began the match. Kingston and, and, uh, entered uh, third. Fourth was Styles, uh, who eliminated Joe. Hardy came in. And then Orton uh, rounded out the last of the entries. I genuinely, this is fucked up to say, but I genuinely don't believe that that Mustafa Ali was going to get that sympathy behind him. Absolutely. I, I if it was Dan, if it was Daniel Bryan that was still going to win that match, mm -hmm. he would have won it against. You know, you know what it would have been. It would have been Joe. It would have been Samoa Joe. Mm. That would have been Joe's stepping off point. You had AJ Styles, and that was the other thought in my head. I thought it could be AJ Styles. But a, but a heel? But he had his... Was it heel AJ? No, it was heel Joe. It was heel Joe? He wouldn't have Joe against Daniel Bryan. They had two heels. Oh, that's a good point. Was it heel AJ? No. So AJ might have been might have been the, the scenario. You right. could have had AJ win the title right there and have a, a, a face AJ versus a heel Joe at WrestleMania. Mm. Think about that match. Mm. Right? Right. That That's just but that, would that, would that, bias in my head that, because is that I a WrestleMania those two match, people though? are better. Is it, true, uh, but is that a WrestleMania match? At that if time. If built properly, yes, that's at, a WrestleMania match. At uh, that time. But think about the way Joe... Uh, fucking Joe kept on calling out AJ's wife. I'm not, that's fine. I'm just saying. Hi, like, Wendy. Remember all that shit? <laughs> I do. I do. I would, I'm just saying, like, that match for, think about the 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 platform that we have, that they, they're on. So I'm WWE, not saying it would have been good. WWE, they, they weren't WWE products. So they, they, they were basically traded into or recruited from w, from other places to WWE. Signed off when they their contracts expired. They weren't homegrown, so this was a, a, a that would have been a match that people had to build up to know them for. Uh, and Joe was just at that time. It wasn't. It wasn't like he's you know, Joe now. In everybody's eyes, it's, I'm not talking about. If you knew Impact, you knew Samoa Joe. If you knew NXT, you knew Samoa Joe. If you knew WWE, you knew of Samoa Joe. But he wasn't. Yes, he wasn't there yet. So that's what I'm saying. Would that have been a mania match? It could have been a mania match. Would it have been a, a championship match? I, I don't think so. You know where another place this would have gone to, which I never thought about? That Daniel Bryan was the the planet's champion, right? Mm. The whole vegan gimmick. Mm. That version of Daniel Bryan as a heel would have paired very well 
with Jeff Hardy. Okay. Because Brian going into all, uh, you have so many vices, you can't keep yourself out of jail, stuff like that. He could have fucking gone off to lead to that. That could have been that WrestleMania match. Okay. That I could see. I think the moral of the story is it's not it there's no way it could have been better than what happened but we can all agree that it probably wasn't going to be Mustafa Ali. It was not going to be I, I can't imagine it would have been Mustafa Ali. Um which is but what we makes got the story the best possible scenario. That's what like I, was just, that's, I was just about to say what what makes it even better is that what came out of that injury was for that for 2019 like the the best scenario uh possible is that everybody got what they wanted in giving this guy uh, a shot at this title and and it was just like that feel-good story that you know happens every couple so years when you have someone like daniel bryan you know have a triple threat match and win the whole thing uh when you have kofi kingston win the belt finally uh you know it's it's kind of like these moments and it's and it's even better that it happens at mania and that's that's some you know random pay-per-view like great balls of fire our kids are going to have to learn about Kofi Mania as a historical event that happened before they were born. And we're going to have to inform them. But listen, mm-hmm. I mean, this guy wasn't the best, but it was just because this one guy got injured and then Kofi got put in. No way. And then the whole, and then we get to, and then we get to relive it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this, what I mean? This is fascinating. Whatever. Let, let me, let, let me watch, uh, yeah. Yeah. Rocks. What, can rock can you put on Peppa Pig? <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson the third. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Um, okay, the Pebble, the Pebble. <laughs> By the way, the, his daughter. Have we talked? Did we talk about his daughter? And yeah, we know we, we talked about her being signed. But as far as like any kind of connection between uh, the two, sh- that's very strained. What? That she doesn't want like oh between them two doesn't want anything really to do with as far as acknowledgement of being a daughter. I think I don't. I think you're you're taking it out of context Please. i don't think it's a strained relationship that's strange i but think me, it's take that back. Uh, but not as there is probably they ww wants you to think it is because they keep so throwing I, this like this, the daughter of the rock daughter of the rock well think about charlotte now uh-huh. charlotte lived up to it and and i think that that uh the rock's daughter looks at it and goes pressure. i don't like i i don't want any of the pressure Change my name. Call mm. me Ava Rain or whatever the fuck her name is. And, and I, by the way, I think I got that right. Even if if I did, it's a badass name. But it is. Plus, it has the whole you know Ava is like kind of right. close to her grandmother's name. Mm. Wait, Ava? I for I, Ava Rain. I don't know. Do you still do Rain if you have Roman Reigns though. There's also that connection. Spelling. It's different spelling. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Got it. And it's also NXT. You know, it's going to get changed when she goes. <laughs> nobody knew. Nobody even fucking knows who Nikki Cross and Piper Niven are anymore. Ava Storm. Ava Storm. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> they just call her Ava Maya Via. <laughs> <laughs> they go, yeah, 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 yeah. But we need we need the big guy to come back. All right. right. You're gonna mix tag. There you go. <laughs> My dad, no. Uh, what else? Can we By do? the way, if it if if the stars aligned and each person and this happened like you know five six years ago, hmm. and you could have a Charlotte and Rick versus Ava and Rock, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty dope. That would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, you won't because did we watch that last match? 
Did we see? Yeah, that? and do you know what Rick said after he, after that last match? What? I regret labeling this my last match. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Rick? I commend you on just knowing who you are. I commend you on your honesty. God, that was just a horrible, horrible. At this match. point, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> just a at this match. point, it's gonna be. I'm I'm putting this out there right now. This way, nobody gets offended when I do do it. Ric Flair's going to die in a professional wrestling ring. Okay? So you, so you just and everybody to be, needs so to be okay right. with that. Everybody needs to be okay with that because that's how he wants to go. Mm-hmm. Okay? Some people want to go in their sleep. Some people want to, you know, do it themselves. Rick wants to go as a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. He wants to go looking at the lights, going towards the lights. I mean, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Can't write a better story than that. And let the man do what he wants to do. It's it's kind of fucked up, but I love you, Rick. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. That's how you're wrapping that right? up. Do what you want to do. do Live you your want. life, yeah. King. <laughs> All right, take it easy. Take it easy. All right, um, moving on. So uh, You can't I'll, let me keep going like that. I'll just keep digging. Ramble on. Let's, um, I'm, just, I'm actually going through honestly my the photo is what I'm, I'm basing my entire show on here so this meme is, is, Me what I'm, is what i'm basing it on so we talked about nxt uh uh smackdown leading into clash at the castle we'll go through the uh, the final um lineup of that card uh some AEW stuff here and we already talked about worlds collide and we'll talk about all that so as my meme says here let's talk Let's talk raw. <laughs> Let's talk raw before we get to Clash of Castle here. So, I have to tell you, uh, and I was thinking about it last night <clears throat> uh, while finishing it up and watching the rest of it. It's really good. <laughs> it's like I, I, it I'm, I'm so thrilled with what now watching Monday Night Raw. SmackDown is good too, but something about Monday Night Raw now is it's really good. Um, and I, I like the constant use of all areas when painting a picture that Triple H is now seem to it place in all of everything raw and smackdown so you'll see something going on in the foreground something in the background is going on you're still telling another story like on smackdown there was uh uh they were talking about um i think it was raquel and and, and uh not and Aaliyah. it was it was uh-huh. and, uh, in the background there was nikki ash and dewdrop fighting and arguing about something uh yeah ridiculous um so Easter eggs. The Easter, he's, yes. drop, he's dropping hints to us, but he's he's also so again, that we pay attention. You are telling two stories in one, which I I, I love. There is everything is going on in that frame that you could see in the foreground and background. There are two different things happening at the same time, and now you are able to tell a story of the winners over here and the losers in the back, or something else going on, like a car crash in the background, and something else that that's going to be telling. And that pay, there's the payoff at the end with Dexter Loomis. Um, so yeah, I, I like seeing where those those things get to pay off. Uh, so again, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, first first match out of the gate with Judgment Day, you know, taking on AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler. Just a great match. I, I do like that Dolph Ziggler is just now the jobber, um, a face jobber, and he they couldn't uh, couldn't pin AJ Styles, so he had to uh, do it over on Dolph Ziggler. Um, Edge confronting uh, Judgment Day. With Ramos and Dominic, I, I really thought that Dominic was gonna was gonna turn at that point. Give her give her the candlestick, um, Rhea Ripley, and, and and turn on Dad. That's still not, let me ask you this: not a thing yet. 
What are your thoughts on the Judgment Day storyline now, as opposed to a couple weeks ago? I like before Edge came back. I like where they're the way they're forming, and honestly, I the reason why I like how it's going. If they have, it has to go somewhere, the reason why I like where it's going is because of Rhea Ripley. I think that she is. It's an X factor, right? An X factor that nobody, no other group has, as far as there's really no other mixed groups. There's, there's very few and far between. So when you have that, you have a woman in the group that is probably just as strong, if not stronger, than the other guys. So put. Oh, her, there's one other group that has that in pro wrestling. Talk about like the Jericho Appreciation Society, then. <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation <laughs> Society. It was Dark Order. Now it's now it's Jazz. So yeah. yeah so I. I I'm still on the fence, but I do like that. I think they should start recruiting also if there's someone else that they could get uh, to kind of expand the group. Get Dominic Mysterio. There you go. I guess I guess that'll be the fourth. Because his because his daddy left him out of the tag match. Ah. Yes, right. Pay it off. Pay off the anger. Uh, exactly. The This one, I, I'm not... Like this, the whole this whole pairing. I'm just kind of like this is very wrestling one on one, especially with with three faces. So the Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar situation because mm-hmm. they have to have a trio against going up go up against another trio. Um, I'm kind of I'm I'm over it. I, I feel and like one of them has to be Asian. <laughs> you need a black, you need an Asian, and you need a white. This is like the Benetton of groups. Uh- is Bailey the black then? No. Oh. In that group. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. I mean when she turned when she turns around. Um so there yeah, it so, is. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. We had Kurt Angle come out. Uh and uh love that he's still get the chance with the you suck. And uh then the Alpha Academy coming out, and then the Street Profits defending Kurt Angle, and then the stipulation if they lose, the Street Profits lose. Uh, Kurt Angle will be a part of the Alpha Academy. Um, not to be. I did enjoy the. I, I, you know what? <laughs> this sound weird, and I, I feel like this started with Bobby Lashley. The shoulder check into in flying mode, <laughs> into flying mode. I, I so for some reason I enjoy that move. So when Dawkins did the it to shoulder check, like like when, attack. Oh, okay. When no, no, no. when Dawkins did it to Otis and he flew out across the table like that. That running shoulder check to like have somebody fly. Like when uh, Keith Lee did it to Adam Cole and he flew into the audience. Keith Lee was the first one that did it. Well, it wasn't the first in one. In recent memory, it was it was Keith Lee. I mean, it's, uh, Samoa Joe did it in, in TNA. Like I just said, in recent memory, when Samoa, Samoa Joe I'm did just, it in I just, TNA okay. 15 years ago. But I just brought you okay, recent memory. <laughs> I just brought you first memory. No, you did most recent. You're saying most recent. Most recent is, is Keith Lee. I'm saying... First memory going back even further would be Samoa Joe. Never mind. Anyway, okay. <laughs> no? I'm lost. Okay. Just keep going. Anyway, keep going. Anywho, uh, Street Profits get the win, and they <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle, as mentioned on the the broadcast, is uh, does, does not drink anymore. <laughs> so when he drank the, which I'm assuming is just whiskey, uh, out of the solo cup, did not like it. Brought out the perfectly placed milk. Uh, cups there cooler the, coo- the cooler of milk jugs mini jugs and started drinking at Corey graves like, yeah after a long fought ma- match she wanted to drink some milk so i, I thought that was a that was very do you fun. think that's also the same uh cooler that that stone cold uses yes they only use one. <laughs> they only use one right? cooler 
<laughs> Guys, bring the cooler. The, Who's coming? Kurt the or Steve? Cooler. The cooler. Kurt. Oh, fucking milk. <laughs> the milk. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. Um, my favorite part of the night has to be the Corey Graves interviewed vehicle of Matt Riddle and Seth freaking Rollins. And the last little quip at the end of the actual man in the relationship being Becky Lynch. Cut to commercial, yeah. which I, I, you know what? <laughs> I love the fact, the, the way that they placed this, because uh, the way they, they did this whole thing. Because you had this yeah, segment. The way they edited it. You actually had a commercial come and back. you had to actually had to, edit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you, you had time to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Go back from commercial, have them say there was this part that air quotes was mic'd. <laughs> come back and then just go into full tv 14 mode baby dropping f-bombs and talking about divorce this is all i'm in for (laughs) everything i'm in for i stood up i stood up when i was watching this and this segment here has me glued to the tv for this match and this match alone if there's other matches yep obviously there are all well and good but just because of this segment if you knew nothing else about what was going on between these two guys them going in on each other with this segment was amazing when Seth Rollins brought up the fact that uh, we didn't mention this, when Seth Rollins brought up the fact that <clears throat> Matt Riddle's ex-wife left him, mm-hmm. I pointed at the TV like Leonardo DiCaprio. I went, oh, oh, that, oh that, that, that. there it is. <laughs> he said it. He said it. He said it. Uh-huh. Yep. And the I I was astonished that they went there. Yeah. And I was so happy. And then did you see uh, Matt Riddle's ex? Different X, uh, go I mean, out and start releasing a whole bunch of stuff online. I did. I, I didn't see what it was, but I saw that she was doing that. I was, I was oral confessions, and I, I, it was a whole bunch of shit like that. Him I going, go, what? He went in on him as far as like nobody in the back. All the I, all likes I him. saw. Yes, exactly. All I saw with that whole thing with with Matt, a bunch of shit about Matt Riddle's personal life getting revealed, mm. is that one little inkling of a storyline that happened on television. Mm. And everybody in the woodwork just comes out with Matt Riddle things mm-hmm. because they want to get 15 minutes of fame. Right. Granted, some of it kind of fucked up. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm not here to judge anybody else's kinks. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Bro. I don't want to know about it. You do you, bro. Yeah. Do you, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good segment. Um one of my favorites in a while. Uh, next up, we had Bobby Lashley and the Miz. I, I love the uh, the paranoia that we have with Dexter and this whole thing now. And I feel like the Miz, the Miz and uh, Champa. It's all well and good to introduce him to the Raw crowd again. I, I think that it's time is up, and we can have him do his own thing and have Miz just go solo again. Um. But the, between this this segment here and 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 the camera work of having Loomis in the in the crowd and then cut away and then he's gone magically gone, um, and then him, ending up in his rental later on in the show, uh, in the back seat magically with the flashlight just popping up. I thought that was very cool uh, little segment there. Uh, Kevin Owens confronting uh, the Usos and uh, and the new bloodline. Uh, my my fear. Because Sami Zayn right now is is he's so good, he, he's I mean, everything that he does is just so good, and the fact that he's so well paired with Roman Reigns and all his all their segments are great. What happens when they inevitably just turn on Sami Zayn, and and he will he be the ultimate face to take on Roman Reigns? No, 
Okay. <laughs> I think you got to go one step below that. <clears throat> so you're, you're saying Sammy? Okay, what? Go good, good. Sammy is going to turn on the Usos. Oh. And aligned with Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and then the two of them are going to challenge for the tag titles. Uh-huh. And I think they should be the ones to take the tag titles off of them. Huh. Okay. Give Kevin and Sammy a little bit. But Kevin, give them a bite. Kevin, is... they're staying. They they signed contracts recently. They are staying. Mm. They're not going AEW. Right. Give them something. Agreed. Agreed. I think Kevin Owens also deserves like a championship. Championship. Oh, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't mind that being like a new two man power trip, but like a mid card two man power trip. So, so no, each one of them right? holds. They hold the undisputed tag titles, mm. and then each one of them holds one holds the U.S. one holds the IC. See, I think they're, they're bringing... ideally it would be KO holding the U.S. and Sammy holding the IC because that's their their respective. <laughs> well, how do you figure? A Kevin, uh, the my reasoning. I should explain that, please. My reasoning is that uh, uh, Kevin Owens is more associated with the United States title. Got it. And Sami Zayn with the Intercontinental title. Okay. There has been a plot against me. Remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all that stuff. That was all about the Intercontinental title. Right. Right. <laughs> and then Kevin Owens, obviously, against Cena. But more genius from from Sami Zayn. The whole conspiracy thing. The thing with uh, Johnny Knoxville. Now this whole thing with Bloodline. It's just it's great. But I feel like they're both now above those belts. Like maybe yes, at some absolutely. point. I think, but that's why I mean, Roman Reigns is is Roman Reigns. But at some point, I feel like. I feel like Sami Zayn is going to get a belt, like a like a main belt at some point. He should. If he, if he, he continues should, it on absolutely. this on this arch, yeah, I think he he will get that belt. By the way, I also wouldn't be opposed to Sami Zayn going back down to NXT. I still think he's like he's too good for that too. Especially now, he's, he's doing he's doing like his best work right now. In the last year and oh, a half, yeah, he's doing absolutely. his best work. Okay, yes, good point, good point. Um, although yeah, it if, if they, he can go down and get the NXT belt. Yeah, bring it on and, and pull like a Finn Balor. Why not? Sure. Hey, why not us? <laughs> <laughs> why the hell not us? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, leading to the Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens match, which was just absolutely outstanding. Um, and, and I, Owens, I Owens love win on that one. Yeah, Sami Zayn is like such an underrated character right now. He really is like underrated, but getting to be the handshake equally rated. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Shoulder pump. Uh-huh. Bet. <laughs> Dude, like he's great. He's great on the mic. Last week he uh, for on SmackDown, he he was doing the dance in front of Reigns, had had him cracking up uh, you know, in that impromptu moment. He was they were definitely laughing that when they shouldn't have been laughing because of Sami Zayn. He's just he's he's a funny guy. He's just great on the I mic. Could, he's a funny guy. I could watch I could watch Sami Zayn wrestle a strict Roman Reigns style as far as wrestling mm-hmm. as often as Roman does. Mm-hmm. And just every week come out on screen with a microphone. Mm-hmm. I would be not. I, I when I tell you this is real, I wouldn't be even the least bit sad about that. Mm. It would be ideal, honestly. It would be absolutely. Would be. But yeah, point being, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus the Usos. The Usos for the belts. At uh, you know what? Let's do it. Extreme Rules. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. And the both of them go, hey, 
Why not us? <laughs> Why I just not? wanted to throw that one in there. Again. Why not us? Um, I did get a kick out of uh, Edge with the sign and, and uh, Kurt Angle uh, with the signs there, uh, with the lettering, the word, wording on the signs. Uh, making fun of Kurt That Angle. was awesome. Making fun it of Kurt Angle. back to then, my childhood. Yes. <laughs> way back when. And then the main events uh, for the women's tag team titles, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah defeating Dakota Kai and Eoskai. What are your thoughts on this? WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. I do not like the way that they did it. They ended it. I have, okay. no, I have no problem You're with them. talking about the actual finish itself? The finish itself. I, okay. I don't mind them having the belts. I really don't. I, well, I don't mind them because they have Raquel Rodriguez. I, I think that I was about to say uh. Gonzalez. Ah, let's pull a Brian Danielson, Brian. Uh, Raquel <laughs> Rodriguez on the team because she gives clout to the belts. And she's the only one that does. And Aaliyah... As great as she is to look at, and as as well as she is being received, she is not there yet. And if it wasn't for Raquel, also having been a former that. NXT champion, um, I, I think it, it doesn't play well. I think Dakota Kai and Io Sky would have been probably the obvious choice to have it because you you want to have like a heels kind of have belts and it's just more. You fun also that want way. to display them on the the pay, on the sorry. And the premium live event that is about to happen in a few days. Correct. Yeah. I didn't understand that. And the whole, ah, uh, <laughs> a missed opportunity. Uh. You should have had, you should have had Raquel mm -hmm. and Dakota being aligned with Bailey. Then you should have had, I, I don't know why nobody thought of this. The Dakota and Raquel aligned with Bailey. Easy does it. Dakota and Raquel have history. Bailey wanted to go get the next biggest tag team. That's all fine and good. EO Sky comes back and aligns herself with Oscar, uh, uh, the new uh, Kabuki Warriors of sorts. Oh, I wow. Can't a, believe I just remembered that. What a pull. I know, right? And then you have uh, Team Bliss Glam. In Aaliyah and, and Alexa Bliss. Uh -huh. Team Double A. No, that's... Hello. <laughs> that gives off bad connotations. It, it does. Yeah, you can't do that. No. But you get it. Well, you get it. Yes. There's three... Like, I don't know why they did it this way. And then it would have made sense to have Raquel... Because Raquel and Bianca could go back and forth with it. Right. And they, if Raquel was in the trios match, instead of... You swap Raquel and Asuka with... Aaliyah and you get it. <laughs> you yes. get it. You all you all get it. Um, yeah, 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 you get it. Use your imagination with that one. Will, I can't speak. I don't will know. Will it uh will it be well then it, how long will they hold these belts and will it be better when Kai and Sky eventually win these belts? I guess. I, I I'm just trying to put a positive spin on this because again, I feel like Raquel is great. Aaliyah is okay. Um this I think this is a stepping stone for Raquel before she gets to the title main title picture, but until then, this is a, kind of like a holdover for her. Um, and the and the tri if she, she was has, in the trio match, Bianca Belair vibes already, and she she will be there at some point. That's what I'm saying. If she was in that trios match against Bianca, it would have been a good showing for Raquel. Right. You could have had a Raquel would have gotten over more. That's my point. Right. And I don't. Aaliyah needs to know how to pin the legal person. <laughs> that should be the well. That should yes, it should be on her. But the referee should be able to also say like, nope, nope, nope. 
like referees play this as, as a as a work. So then get to the right person. Tell them like I can't. You know the I referees in WWE been fucking up a lot lately. <laughs> Pulling a lot of AEW nonsense. Really need to do a better. No, know. the referees in AEW have been pretty. Nah, nah, you're right. They're, they're always crappy. Yeah, <laughs> they're always really sh- hit or miss. And the no, you got Ar- Aubrey Edwards. Where the hell's Aubrey Edwards Brian- been, by the way? She's been in the main event. Not this one. She's also been. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this thing. This new thing called, excuse me, AEW Fight Forever. Oh. Is she like producing that whole thing? She's like spearheading it. Wow. Okay. Before, uh, if I'm not mistaken, before Aubrey Edwards worked in uh, uh, pro wrestling referee, referedom, <laughs> referedom, sure. Uh, she worked in video games. Really? Yeah, oh. I believe her and Kenny are are spearheading the whole More thing. You know, I'm, I'm looking at screenshots right now do, of, do, do, do. of uh, the game with Abaddon. Which is very weird that she's <laughs> being promoted in this game. I haven't seen her in, in a year. Um, That's true. It looks. Uh, it's not bad. It looks okay. It's not bad. It looks okay. I'm not a video game guy, so don't don't look at me. I mean, just it's. Ask me about a TV show. I'll I'll get to it. But <laughs> like video that, games, I don't do. I like that it has replays like uh, like they do on TBS. Um, okay, it's fair enough. I listen. I I, I am patiently waiting to see what happens with Aaliyah and Raquel but until then um yeah just the way it, it kind of ended with uh yeah Aaliyah jumping in there and getting the win is is kind of just bah. anyway so but that being said uh leading up to clash at the castle your matches we still have seven uh edge, edge and ray mysterio versus judgment day by the way this is all going down at uh, 1 p.m. eastern standard time um uh, let's see here. Intercontinental. Not champion. mad at that either. No, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with. That. I love it. Gunther versus Sheamus. Which, by the way, uh, jumping back to SmackDown, one of the I, I keep saying the best. The, the weekend is weekend of Friday and and Monday has been great for wrestling because that one segment that they had where they face each other and everybody else is fighting around them. I've never seen before, and I loved it. <laughs> I uh, love that they kept staring at each other, and you have uh, you have Butch and uh, what's Gunter's crony's name. Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> Ludwig Kaiser. The two of them going at it uh, with Rich Holland also in the background. And they're just staring at each other. And then they just stop the whole thing by holding each other back. Um, I, I just I just thought that was really cool. You've never seen that before, huh? Uh, I'm sure you're going to remind me of, of a time that's happened before. We just A-E-W. Like, please. Uh, I believe it was John Moxley and Tanahashi. Right before the oh, sure, uh, sure. Forbidden Door. Sure, sure, sure. A purview. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. A few months ago. Yeah, the Forbidden Door. The door. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a little cool. Um, oh, it did. No, I'm not. But the I, the fucked up thing more. is that Triple H definitely had wanted to do that for mad long because it is an old Southern wrestling uh, trope mm-hmm. that they have used. A couple times way back in the day i couldn't off the top of my head i can't tell you but i do re- remember reading that it was a, a a type of way to sell a match going into a a big match i guess like mm. a championship match or whatever but yeah oh. so i don't want to say that triple h was copying AEW, but <laughs> he wasn't copying AEW. he wasn't all right fine uh riddle against uh seth freaking rollins that's uh my match of the night uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Okay. 
Um, did you know, by the way, Eo Sky, when uh, spelling her name, it's all caps. Yes. So Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky. Eo Sky. <laughs> uh, Liv Morgan against Shayna Baszler. It's because she shouts everything. Yes. Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna should win. Honestly, she I think sh- that's the one that should happen. She should. Will she? I feel like I feel like uh, Ron is going to be involved in this somehow with causing some sort of DQ for for Liv. I feel, I feel, that's I fine. I feel like every this is going to be this is going to sound horrible. I feel like every match Liv is going to be in has to have some sort of stipulation with it that the way it's going to end. Like it yeah. can't just be like a clean finish. Like it's got to be either a qualification or interruption or something going on. The referee didn't see a tap. Uh, you know, some weird scenario. Yeah, I don't. I don't want it to happen. And I, I I'm, I'm chalking up this live title reign to an L already. Mm. As, as many fans I, are, by the way, if you, if you listen to the crowds, they're not really into it, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm kind of sucky for her for live. It is. I, got I do point. feel bad that way, but it's, it's not doing it. And you have uh, you. I almost said Shonda. You have <laughs> Shayna and Ronda. <laughs> you have Shayna and Ronda like right on the cusp. They're right there. We can get that match very soon. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do it? Mania though. Yeah, that's that. That's like a Mania match. Like you knowing their history and they can build that up. All uh, right. Put, put that. I mean, listen. If you, uh, you have to have her have the belts. At least have Shayna have the belt for a considerable considerable period of time to make it recognizable for her, like she did with NXT. Because NXT, she was probably the most dominant women's champion they've ever had. Um. If you could do that again and have Ronda involved, I don't know. I, I just feel like. Are they on separate brands? Are they on the same brand, technically? So Ronda is. Well, Shane is on Raw. They're right? both on SmackDown. Shane is on Raw? Li- well, Liv and Ronda are on, on SmackDown. Is Shane on SmackDown, too? Yeah, she is. Okay. I was going to say that's a way to kind of do it. Right. You, you, you build up a Survivor Series match between Ronda, like Team Ronda versus Team Shayna. Mm hmm. That type of thing. Okay. And then you, uh, after Survivor Series, you have a draft. And you have both of them go to the same. The same. One of them will be the champion ready. Isn't the draft coming up soon? Go. I hope it's not before Survivor I thought, Series. I thought the draft was coming up after uh, after Clash. I hope not. Maybe I'm wrong, but I could look that up. The draft makes Survivor Series so redundant. How are you supposed to have brand warfare if the brands are technically only together for a week? We've done this how many years now? <laughs> this has happened. And I say it every single year. Forever. Forever. WWE reportedly has plans to place in place for the 2022 WWE draft to take place during the late summer months. Well, welcome. <laughs> we are in the late summer months. Uh, there's been talk of holding the draft in August during the aftermath of SummerSlam, which is way in the past. Uh, September 3rd, WWE is holding a stadium show called Clash of the Castle. Um, well, guess see. what? If it doesn't happen today, we ain't getting the draft in August, bro. It would likely make it the last, they call it pay-per-view, last premium live event, the final big event uh, with the current Raw and SmackDown rosters. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. I remember seeing it somewhere else also. It's 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 happening soon. Uh, Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, and then Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre, which I'm all for that match as well. Uh, I would like it to be if you have two separate brands, you have to have the titles for each brand. Hmm. You're going to have one guy or you have Roman Reigns defend twice in a night. 
Right. One for the WWE, one for the Universal. Okay. That's the way I think it should go with Karrion Cross. by the way. Who, by the way, uh, makes his in-ring debut this Friday. Yeah. I, I, I know what I said. He made he makes his in-ring debut Friday. Why are they saying he's making his in-ring debut? Because Triple H wants you to forget completely what happened before with the SM costume and all that what? other stuff. Exactly. Yes. What what, what are you talking I, about? I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't know. There was never another time. No, I'm not familiar with what you're talking never about. Never another time. Yeah, um, no. Karrion <laughs> Cross left NXT and then we just, saw him just now. Just now. That was it. I, I do. Yeah. I do seriously. I, I do that. I find that interesting. That Triple H is just completely scrubbing that whole time. Just like because it was stupid, and he's a great. He's a great wrestler, and putting him out there in that ridiculous setup was just horrible. It was so, dumb. It was very dumb. And so it, it really is an absolute reboot. Like you just forget everything that you saw before, <laughs> and now we're, we're starting brand new. I, I, I would love to be able to go back and see wrestlers that had to go through that again. And if they ever had other wrestlers do that, where it's kind of like you saw them before, now you're seeing them again for the first time. <laughs> like, oh, there definitely has been. Again, dot, 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 for the first time. Uh, I'm Especially sure, with NXT. Sure, they sure go, the oh, this in-ring debut. Right. For you, not, for, you, for you. Yeah. <laughs> for you. Uh, let's see. That's what you want us to believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fake news. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Clash of Castle. Clash at the Castle. Uh, there you go. This Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, finally, we uh, recording uh, tonight is Dynamite. Recording before Dynamite. So we can talk about All Out. Uh, we, we talked about all things uh, CM Punk. Still reports of that still being the main event. Um, There's no way in hell. I, Unless I we get it tonight. I, I, f- I can't imagine. Fucking that, hope not. I can't imagine that being the main event because the whole thing, if you saw the, the video footage that they released, air quote video footage of him saying that, you know, same thing happening. He didn't realize it was going to be so bad him turning on his ankle yeah. like that. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken again. Um, I can't see how you have that as a main event for now what is going to be four days away. <laughs> I, I, I don't see that happening. Um, and I would still love an explanation as to why it, that actually went down like that and for real. I, I don't want the, the kayfabe version. I want like real life. What? Why did CM Punk drop it so hard like that? I want yeah, to know backstage. Was... I'm curious now. I want to know backstage what the hell happened. I want to know how it came down. I want to know where it started from the point that John Moxley said I wanted on a dynamite, not at the pay-per-view. From that point up until he dropped the belt, what happened in between? I think it could have been a longer. It was supposed to be a longer match in Chicago that Moxley was going to win. And but he would not. Have they didn't want to do that. Right. Yeah, you need to have Punk can never lose in Chicago again. Like it's just not possible. They will riot. I don't know if you know anything about Chicago. I've been there several times. I have not. It, but I know it's pretty rough. I mean, just as like I mean, you well, just as any other major city. It's say, a major city. Is my point. <laughs> you, you live in a very rough, uh, not rough exactly. Area, but rough, if rough, you live in Queens, the same yeah. shit will happen. Mm. Look at freaking over. Uh, I almost said over the edge. I didn't want to do that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> it's like your your one night stand. Your subconscious go to is over the edge. Exactly. <laughs> Look at one night stand. Right. Sure. If Cena wins, we riot. Right. <laughs> Where was that held? NYC. NYC. Yeah. I thoroughly believe that if Cena won, they would have rioted. I think Cena should have won. <laughs> My point being is uh, that 
if Punk loses, Chicago will riot. But is that Dude, there was a sign in that's, California. That's story. If the Young Bucks lose, we riot. Great for storytelling. It's great for storytelling. You you lost in your hometown. A riot is good for storytelling. Not riot. I'm talking about the stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, it kind of is though. If we're gonna riot over a wrestling match, let's let's relax. But I'm just saying, if if you're so impassioned about you know your your person, which you should be, really gonna riot. If if I see John Moxley win in Chicago, I think it's just great for his his anti-hero brand. Listen, you, you Blackpool Combat Club is not. I mean, they're they're faces in in theory, but really they're like the anti-hero. So they can go either way. I think Punk should be put on a shelf for a little bit. I think, if I'm being honest, I tend to agree. And again, I love Punk, and it's just the last two outings, last couple outings have not looked good. It's it's like he's he's not who he was. And I've realized something. I feel like I'm sorry. I, I feel like Tony Khan signed him for name and hopefully for ability, and he's got name. He has not got ability because he's older. And this is something that he, yeah. Sometimes you know, father time always wins. <laughs> and if you, we, you as oh, not, not all of us can be can be a sting. We as people love the idea of CM Punk wrestling again in 2022. Mm. The idea of it, <clears throat> the actual ex- execution. That it, but it's hard to get out. The actual execution mm-hmm. of the matter has been there's been a lot left to be desired i think i think we don't i don't know it's a whole clusterfuck because we want cm punk to be back Mm. but we're also like now cm punk is kind of also the guy who he talked about in the pipe bomb Mm -hmm. now he's the part-timer coming back and winning championships in the first year that he's with the company right uh, granted, he does work a solid amount, and a lot of the time that he was out was injury and stuff like that. It's not like he's just fucking up to a farm in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Even though you can because you make so much money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Punk could also do that too, but he stays, and I respect him for that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he's I, I think he's politicking a lot. I think there's a lot of politicking going on backstage in, in AEW, and not a lot of people know what to do with it. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so uh, let's see here. So as far as all out, uh, FTR and Wardlow uh, against uh, Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, did you see that article by the way that uh, Dax Harwood almost quit wrestling about a year ago? Yeah, I couldn't believe that. It makes sense. They go, all right, dude, you're one of like the best wrestlers. We'll just give you all of the championships. Right. <laughs> Don't leave here. Yeah. Don't leave. Here's everything. But I mean, now they're they're more over than any other. Not only just tag team, but wrestler in AEW. Yeah, they are like one of the most over acts in general. Yeah. in AEW. Yeah, I mean, if them that, and, it, and BCC, they, the that those four, I think those two different acts are. I think FCR though is like way over, like super over. Yeah, well, because they are like the greatest tag team. I mean, some could say of all time. Have the belts. Uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Belts hold up your pants. Uh, Ricky Starks. Okay. It's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Uh, the casino ladder match for a future AEW world title shot. Any uh, surprise entrance? I don't know now because WWE is popping. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't anybody know. actually want to go? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Leo Rush. Fuck it. I'll go with Leo Rush. 
Who Bring knows? back Leo Rush for the fifth time. Let's come back. Yeah. Uh, Tony Storm with the uh, the interim. Here we go. Interim. The interim women's world championship. Oh, timeout. Yes, please, 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 please. Go back. Oh, we're going back. Back in time. Why did we not think of this? We just brushed it over. Please. The casino battle royal uh-huh. ladder match. Sure, sure. Right? Is it a battle royal or a ladder match? It just says casino ladder match. It says casino ladder match. Yes. And there's always a joker in those casino ladder matches. Go on. I think I know who the joker is. Oh. Right? Maxwell. Yes. Joker. Yes. <laughs> Friedman. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I thought about him. MJF. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine that? The pop? Yeah. That and that's cool. how you get around the the storyline between MJF and Punk. He's not in that storyline anymore. Yeah, because they're just so far separated from each other, and MJF had this whole fucking huge thing but in about Chicago. leaving the company. Yeah, right, right. All right. Chicago, like, you get a little wonky with it being in Chicago and yeah. not in Long Island, one of the most beautiful places on earth. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, MJF. MJF. My guess for the winner of the casino ladder match is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I would love that. Uh, so, yes, your, your interim women's world championship, uh, Fatal 4-Way, Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida. Ugh, I'm win. going with Tony Storm to win that Tony match. Storm to win the... <laughs> so the person that was supposed to win the whole thing anyway uh, to come out of that match. Now just has to win the interim. <laughs> See, this is what I don't get. The fake belt. You could have storyline had her relinquish the title. Yeah. If she was losing it anyway, have her come back and then lose to, in a rematch. Right. To Tony Storm after she's done being injured. That's why you have to uh, become a writer for these shows. Uh, the World Trials Championship. Tony, call me. <laughs> call me, babe. Uh, the World Trials Championship. Who's in that championship? Do we know? Do, do I, know? Uh, I believe tonight is uh, the semifinals. I think we have a semifinals tonight and one on Rampage. Tonight's oh. finals are the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, versus the United Empire. Will Ospreay and Uzi Ope. United Empire. I mean, Kenny Omega. I mean, the elite are winning this. You think so? I do. I also said that about the tag team titles for the first of those, (laughs) and I was wrong. You were wrong. But they are an established trio. Like, it, it makes sense. I want this. Yes. I'll I'll tell you this is what I want. Please. I want the Dark Order to win on Friday on Rampage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Please. But I want one of them to be storyline injured. Okay. Right? So there's technically only two people to defend the Dark Order's uh, trio's tag team championship. One of them being? And whoever gets champion. knocked out, you have to get a replacement. Mm. And that replacement... It should be the Hangman Adam Page. Hangman. And then, on top of all that, what if, here's a what if scenario, what if the Dark Order turns on Hangman? (laughs) Saying, you kept us down. Uh We wanted to do what you wanted to do, and we couldn't get anything for us. 
I'm for it. They need right? something. They need something. They haven't been on TV. In they forever. need a kick in the ass. In the ass. Yeah. Listen, your your storylines are are all solid. I got to tell you. Thank you. I take time. You do. A lot of thinking time on <laughs> these days that I'm off. Uh, no, on the old toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the the movement you just did with that. With the, <laughs> <laughs> the arm, the arm coming in. Sometimes you uh, eat. Yeah, uh, your TBS championship with Jay Cargill against uh, Athena. Okay, a Jade. Uh, yeah, uh, your World Tag Team Championship, Swerving Our Glory versus the Acclaim versus Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Wait, what? What? No, that's not right. That can't be right at all. It's, no, it's you got to break those. Yeah, swerve in our glory against the claims. Let's stop right there. Jungle Boy against Christian Cage. That's a totally different, <laughs> totally different match. Yeah, they have them all in exactly. one line. By yeah. the way, that second one, Jungle Boy. <laughs> that should be a good Going match. back to the tag one, though. <laughs> let's, let's combine the both matches into, into one match. Uh, swerve in our glory. Uh, I, I claimed are hot right now, but swerve in our glory retains. Jungle Boy and yeah. Christian Cage. I would love to see Christian Cage win this because... He, again, he is the best heel that they have in the entire company right now. And him pulling this over just to extend the storyline, I'm all for it. Th- this match should end, these two should end in like a like a, a steel cage or something like, you know, some sort of exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> no, <laughs> that actually, come on. I'm, I'm kidding with the match. I'm saying they should end in something that's bigger than just a regular match since the storyline yeah, is like a blood and so, guts. This is because, yes, like this becomes so Riddle Rollins ish. That it really should end. it shouldn't just end in a match. It should have like that match too. That match, even though that's the first one, the first time that they're meeting, that match at some point should end up in WWE fashion, extending to another couple months and going into like, you know, another kind of TLC match or some some nonsense, whatever it is. The last, last the only match. way, the only way that Christian Cage and Jungle Boy will be legitimately the same storyline as Riddle and Rollins is if. Christian Cage makes any reference whatsoever to uh, him being not not the best re- uh, wrestler in his house. <laughs> okay, and it'd um, be. I mean, listen, Anna's not, better than you. He's already t- and then they fight, <laughs> and then they fight. He's already talked about yeah. his dad, his dead dad. He talked about his dead dad. You're absolutely correct. Talked about his wife, his uh, mother. Excuse me. Talk about his mother. That's fine. Uh, and his Jungle Boy talked about uh, 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 Christian's ex-wife. Yes. Jungle, Jungle Boy also called Christian a pussy. Did. Which is hilarious on live television. It was that great. Is. Yep. So it'll come full circle. It'll have all the entailments in- of, of Riddle Rollins if they go with the uh, the Anna J. Really, really quick. Uh, we, we talked about this on our, our private chat about uh, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery looking to put down the level of offensive language yeah <laughs> tone down the fucks tone down- <laughs> <laughs> there's your title <laughs> tone down <laughs> write that down tone down the fucks um yeah, yeah we have to we can't have so many of the the ass and shit uh, that we have on a regular basis and it's getting it's getting like progressively worse <laughs> like if you notice like in the last couple months like the the use of the like it's it was usually like splattered here and there like once a show now it's like every other segment. Oh yeah, and we know that as soon as we see Jade Cargill on television, we're already gonna get one. Yeah, cut, cut, the, the, cut shit, the shit, Tony. Tony. Yeah, put that on a t shirt. Um, so there's that those two matches, and then we have Lionheart Chris Jericho against the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. 
Brian. Okay. Brian, because Jericho can always afford a loss. And then your your main event, John Moxley, gets CM Punk. No, it's not on here. Uh, yeah, so no. the last match we have is Jericho and, and Danielson. It's all right. Which I wouldn't mind that being the main event. You should have you should have the title, absolutely. But all right, so then you're not I interim champion anymore. John Moxley can have like an open challenge, and and then MJF cashes in. Now you're talking. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. MJF cashes in his casino ladder match a shot. A Moxley pulls a Liv Morgan same night. That'd be awesome. There you go. That'd be fucking amazing in Chicago. And they just have to boo both of them. <laughs> Who do you boo? I think. I think. Uh, honestly, I think MJF would be more over than than Moxley, just because yeah. of, of the fact that he just came back. And imagine, like, now he's in. For, he's in the match for a title shot. The pop for that music, dude, 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 that that's gonna be wild. Yeah. Now, could you imagine if he just waits it out until they go back to Long Island again? Which I have no idea when it's gonna be. Yeah, when but, that, when's that gonna happen? I don't know. Probably yeah. at the end of the year, like it was last time. Yeah. I know. There it is. Yeah. So ah! like, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's a week, man. This is this is a. Uh, what do we compute this as? Nineteen hours? Twenty hours? The hell do we yeah, say? something like that. Good lord. Started from Raw to NXT Three, to Dynamite two, two. To, 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 to Rampage to SmackDown to World Collide to Clash four, to fourth to Jesus Christ World Collide to All Out ending with All Out All Out. <laughs> Thank God they don't hold All Out in Canada. <laughs> What's it the boots in All Out? Or Pittsburgh, for that matter. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine it having to be called all at? <laughs> Such an angry at. Yeah. That's it, everybody. That is it. We are in it for the weekend. Dynamite tonight. Let's get into uh, SmackDown and Rampage on Friday, Saturday, Clash, Sunday, All Out, and Worlds Collide. Anything else before we head out of here? Buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a rough week of wrestling <laughs> it's and we're just halfway through ladies and gentlemen sons of slam is done it's a wrap please hit us up on twitter sons of slam show tell your friends soundcloud spotify apple podcast find us there guys thank you so very much for listening much appreciated joe black chris mindell sons of slam out peace the sons of slam podcast 